Hey family, how are you? I pray all is well in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and you. That's right, family. That's your God. So family, I have a very special treat for you today. I have the wonderful, beautiful Rama Hopkins, my beautiful sister I've met on Clubhouse with us today. Hello, 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 everyone. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. It's such an honor to be here on today. I just want to thank God for the divine connection that he allowed to take place. I met my sister on the clubhouse in the um, Battlefield of the Mind devotional study that we're doing. And it has definitely been a pleasure. So I just want to thank God for you. Amen. 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 What's pretty exciting is as we go through this 100-day journey of Battlefield of the Mind, me and Rama took it outside of that and we started a devotional on our own. And she picked hearing from God, which we think is very vital at this moment. And it made me remember uh, me doing a podcast, Do Do God Speak? So just to bring more clarification, because it's one thing hearing it from my perspective, but to hear it from another person's perspective of hearing from God, the struggles of hearing with God, how to be obedient to the voice of God. So we just wanted to, you know, dive back in to does God speak? So I guess the first question I could ask you is, have you heard from God? Yes, I most definitely have heard from God. One thing I know that God is always speaking and he has a desire to be in relationship with us. And that does include speaking to us in the midst of our circumstances. He desires to give us answers. He desires to share light on whatever situation or circumstance that you're going through. And if you're not even going through anything, he desires still just to have that fellowship, that friendship, that day-to-day walk, that time spent with him and his presence. And he most definitely delights in that. He's given us his son to, to allow us to do that. So, God's number one desire is that he will be in fellowship and relationship with his people. Amen. Um, One thing thing I really appreciate um, recently, um, just with the things that we've been going through as a nation over these, um, I will say, we'll say past couple of months, but at this point, a year that he's been able to still speak to us. He's still been able to, to be a part of our everyday lives. And even in the midst of what we're going through, we're still here. His plans has, have not changed, but God is who he is. And, and I just really appreciate the fact that in, as an individual going through these circumstances, that I have somewhere, someone who I can lean on and I don't have to be through any of this alone. Amen. So, yes, God is always speaking. He's available to us at all times so yes yes i love that you said that with everything going on and i think this is the time where we need to hear the voice of god more than anything that in spite of what is going on with the news and with covid and with the presidency that we serve a god that wants to chime in in the midst of all of that and give us that clarity and give us this is the way walk ye in it and to know that it's available to whom believe. It's available to the person who positioned themselves to hear from God. And that would lead me to my next question. What are your steps or what have you done to position yourself to hear the voice of God? Basically, um, I've actually developed a routine. Um, once, you know, when I get up in the morning, my first thing that I do is, is spend time with God. I think it's important that we make it a priority to spend that first day with him. 
to spend that time to hear from him. You don't know what's going to be going on ahead of the day. You don't know what's going to happen. But I believe that in those moments, those times of divine exchange, God, he gives us what we need. He gives us the strength that we need during that time. We're able to to just lean into his bosom and receive of him whatever grace we need for that day. We can spend time in his presence. Um, spending time in the word is 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 key. Praying in the spirit is key. So I just appreciate that when I get up in the morning, the first thing that I do is just spend those first moments with him. You know, those moments that he would strengthen you and speak to you and comfort you and, you know, as you begin your day. So you just, I just believe that God is waiting for us when we wake up in the morning. He's waiting for us. A lot of times people will acknowledge the alarm clock that God, you know, that they woke up to. But it was God that woke us up this morning. When amen, we wake up amen. each and every day, it's, it's him that's waking up. He was like, hey, come get away with me. Come and spend time with me. You know, come and capture my heart. You know, so I, I I just believe that during those times, you know, those times of seeking that we can position ourselves to hear from him, you know, and I, I do appreciate the fact that, you know, with so much going on that we can actually, he's given us the ability to remove whatever distractions that we, you know, that we may be facing. But I think that time that we have is praying in the spirit, you know, um, I, I just believe that that, that direct communication with him gives us the strength that we need, the words that we need, right. the comforts that we need. Right. I like that you said the making him a priority. Um, I don't know how many people know how vital it is to make the voice of God a priority, not just for the things of the spirit, because God, he is so concerned with every area of our life that he wants to direct our steps, not just in ministry, but in the home with our children, our spouses, in the workplace, in the community, God cares. So when we make him a priority, it positions us to hear from him and drown out our voice and drown out the voice of the enemy. So I love yeah. that you said you position yourself by making him a priority first thing in the morning. And even the fact that you said, you know, people will acknowledge that alarm clock and they quick to hit the snooze button or turn it off. But when you do that, it's, it's the breath of God who quickens us, who the Bible says goodness and mercy greet us in the morning. Yeah. It was the goodness and mercy of God that allowed us to wake up. Like you said, we would acknowledge the alarm clock, but do you acknowledge the God that put breath in your body that allowed you to wake up out of your slumber? So that, I love that you said yeah. that. Do you have yeah. an example of when you... um heard the voice of God and, and when you heard the voice of God, what did you do? Like once you heard the voice of God, what was your next step? Um, I, I actually will use a scenario that just um, pretty much recently happened where the owner of the condo where I live was selling the condo. And so I had to really get some answers because she not only did she tell me she was going to sell the condo, but the condo actually sold and it's so, so quick that I actually really didn't have time to really gather myself to even pack or find a place or anything like that. So I actually remember just, I first of all, I had to calm down. I had to surrender myself to a place of peace, you know, and, and first of all, calm down so that I can actually hear what God wanted to say to me during that time. And to be honest with you, I really had to, to press to do that because I wanted to really more so lean into my emotions. But I knew that 
leaning to my emotions wouldn't produce the desired results that God wanted to give me in my life. So basically, I took that time and I began to pray and seek him, you know, in regards to the direction of what he wanted me to do during that time. I actually remember it being a moment-by-moment moment situation because I didn't get the answers right away that I thought that I was going to get or did they come the way that I thought that they were going to come. So but most, the most important thing that I remember during that time was that God was checking my attitude during that time. I just remember not really wanting to move. I didn't want to pack my things. I don't like packing. I don't like moving. So it was all these things that I didn't want to do and I don't want to do. So I approached the situation wrong from the beginning. So basically, God had to really go in and just really check my heart and show me, hey, we can't go forth in this attitude. Mm. We need to go ahead and, and, and turn this thing around first, you wow. know, because only a, a bad attitude would make the situation worse. So um, he began to do that. And it wasn't until he did that that things actually began to get moving. It wasn't until I actually... Um, saw myself you know saw my attitude and was like you know what this is this is not godly this is mm -hmm. not godly not saying that everything that i don't want isn't godly but it was the point of the attitude that i had during something that i didn't want to do wow you know the situation doesn't always have to be favorable but we still need to represent god or represent god even in our attitude you know as i was approaching that situation and here's the thing nobody knew what was in my attitude or in my heart but god did he mm. saw that, mm. you know, so that was a, that would have been a stumbling block had I actually ignored the, the God speaking to me that time telling me to check my attitude. I don't think I ever would have even gotten the answers that I wanted or the answers that I needed during that time. Wow. So, you um, really said something right there because a lot of people are struggling to hear from God and they would not think to check their attitude they would not think to check how they are truly responding and that how that could be a hindrance to them hearing God so the fact that God loves us that much and loved you that yeah. much in that situation to check your heart oof, that's powerful right yeah. there because I'm pretty sure there's someone listening right now questioning why haven't I heard from God and you just gave them an answer what is your heart posture Yes, where's, yes. Where where are you yes. emotionally? Can God even speak to you right now? Can he even reach you? Can he reach you past the anger? Can he reach you past right. the frustration? Can he reach you past your emotions? So for you to say, you know, he had to deal with my heart first and even the fact that it wasn't something that was truly visible to everyone mm -hmm. else, but for what he's doing in your life, he wanted to know, I need you to come correct. I need you to have yes. a clean heart. <laughs> yes. Definitely. Yes, I definitely agree 100%. And that's the way that he wanted me to come. You know, little did I know that he would use a situation like that to show me. And even just from seeing in that one situation, he began to open it up and I was allowed to see in other situations how I actually approach other situations. Wow. So that actually opened up for me to receive answers in different areas that I was looking for answers. I was seeking God and just didn't understand why, you know, different obstacles weren't being moved or they didn't turn out the way that, you know, I wanted them to turn out. But basically God was just, you know, knocking on my heart. Hey, let's get this out of here. Let's get these stones out of here so you mm. can hear from me. Wow. That's right. The Bible says he will remove that stony heart and give us a heart of yes. flesh. And, and that's so vital right now because I, I, I can't even leave from this point because I think that is a big hindrance to the people of God hearing from God, your attitude, 
your attitude that is so powerful that he that you that you was able to discern and even him allowing you to discern i can't i can't give you clarity and we can't move forward until you fix this right the answers that you're trying to seek the answer that you want to hear you can't get it until you fix your attitude even the bible says um, give thanks to the Lord in all things. That means the good, the bad, yes. and the ugly. Give thanks. Have gratitude. Yes. And when you shift your heart and you begin to recognize, okay, all things work together for my good. Lord, I don't know why this is happening. I may not like it, but I'm gonna praise you anyhow. You know? Yes. I'm gonna I'm not gonna have I'm not gonna be you know, I'm not gonna have a nasty attitude. I'm not gonna be angry. I'm not gonna be bitter. I'm not gonna, you know, hold something against you know, you could easily hold something against the you know, the landlord or whatever the case right. may be. Because, you know, mm-hmm. you didn't have enough time. It could have went a lot of different ways, but like you said, this wasn't the time to panic. And many people are in situations where it's not the time to panic. It's a time to submit. It's a time to sit at the feet of Christ so you can get that clarity. And I just really love that you you was transparent and you said that he had to deal with my heart because that can encourage someone to say, okay, let me check myself. Let me do some some internal revenue. How am I responding to this situation? Yeah, it may hurt, but where's my heart? Am I trying to understand? Am I trying to have compassion? What is truly hindering me from hearing God? Where is my heart? Where's my attitude? So that is so powerful and so vital so I, I i truly appreciate you saying that because i'm pretty sure it truly truly is going to help someone who's really trying to hear the voice of god and they're angry yes or yep. they yep. they in they're in a they're in a place of unforgiveness or they they offended these these emotions hinder us from hearing god clearly they really yes. hinder us from hearing god clearly because if especially hypothetically um, you you in a situation where you upset with a person, like I said, you let's say you're in unforgiveness because you're angry with the person. God could tell you to love on them. The voice of God is saying love on them. The voice of God is saying be a blessing to them. The voice of God is saying do something for them. But because you angry, right? You right. you don't feel you they deserve it. And what we fail to realize just because we mad at somebody <laughs> don't mean God mad at somebody. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that is so true. That is so true. You know, and that those that right there, those are divine instructions. Those are divine instructions. And you know, even in those instructions, if we obey them, you know, God said that He'll do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or think, according to the power that works in us. So it's a matter of us taking that's that's His power working in us right. if we obey. Right. Exactly. So, yes. Now, let me ask you a question. Have there ever been a time where you heard the voice of God, but it was difficult for you to obey? Yes, I'm pretty sure. um, It's funny that you brought that up because there was a situation and I was upset with a particular person. I was was upset to the point that I really didn't want to do anything for them. And God specifically told me to do something for him, Mm. you know, for him in regards to that. But you know what? I I actually had to submit myself and 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 just go with the word on that. You know, it was hard. You know, and and that's the thing. I hear a lot of people um, that are challenged and with a situation such as that. But I I found out that once I did it, once I you know went on, God began to even pick my heart apart even further. Why are you mad about this? 
Mm. Why are you even mad about it? This is this is my child, just like you are my child. So um, a lot of times um, I found out that what people want to do is um, seek vengeance on another person, but it belongs to God. And I found out a lot of times that, you know, there it could be whatever situation it is, whether you're mad or offended with somebody, if you surrender that situation over to God, he'll work on behalf of both people. Because see, what God wants to do is call us all to repentance. Wow. So out of that situation, you know, if you do what you're supposed to do, whether it be pray for him or if he give you specific instructions on what to do in that situation, if you do it, it's actually causing that person to, there are things that are happening behind the scenes that we don't know about that God is causing this person to come into repentance with him. So you just never know, you know, what's happening while you are obeying. It's just important that when God does speak, that we obey what he speaks, whether we understand it or not. Come on. So, yeah, so that's, you know, and that's part of his ultimate plan is that he brings each person in the situation to repentance. There are situations where we may not ever reconcile with, I say, I won't say be back in relationship, but he'll reconcile a situation. You know, but it doesn't mean like that, that you'll be back in the same relationship that you were before. But it's just the point that God is getting his will done in that situation. So, wow. yeah, that that one, you know, I, I will acknowledge and say that it, it is tough. But you know what? When you surrender to do God's will and you make again, make him the priority, it, it, it releases grace and it gives you the strength to do what he's asking you to do. Right. And I think that's that's really key to get into that place where you submit. I love the word submission. Um, what it really means to just truly submit and obey God. Jesus submitted all the way to the cross. So being made in his image. And that's really, like, like you said, God is calling us to repentance. And he's raising us up to look like Christ. Yes. So, And what does that look like? It looks like obedience. Yes. It looks like yes. submission because Jesus submitted and he obeyed. And even Jesus said to himself, if you love me, obey me. And whether that be because you offended or you are angry or you bitter or you're fearful or insecure. There's so many reasons why people don't step out in faith and obey the voice of God. And for whatever the reason is to get to that place to say, no matter what, that I'm going to obey God anyhow. And I, I love today's the devotional that we had in Clubhouse that one of the things the Lord had given me. Is like when you know you're in a relationship, like when you see yourself in a relationship with your spouse, we all have those non-negotiables. We all know what we're going to accept and what we're not going to set. We set up boundaries from the door. And Uh we are in this relationship with God. We're in this relationship with Jesus. And I believe that we need to have some non-negotiables with our relationship with God. We need to have and set boundaries for ourselves. And one of them should be at the end of the day, Prayer is a non-negotiable. Obedience is a non-negotiable. Like to set that up front before Uh you go through. Like if we, if we begin to set, set up front that I'm going to obey the voice of God up front, the power of a a, a made up mind, Mm -hmm. a power, even the Bible says, you know, a double minded person is unstable in all their ways. When you make up your mind, when you make the decision early on in the beginning stages that, you know what, it, it may be scary, it may be fearful, it may be uncomfortable, but I'm making the decision that I'm going to obey God up front. That's right. That's right. Whether I'm afraid, 
whether I'm insecure, whether I'm in my feelings, whatever the situation, whatever the dynamic. And I think once you make up your mind with that, that'll make it easy for you to step out on faith more because it's something that you practice. And it's something like you, especially if you're a person who's good, like once you make up your mind, that's it. But if you're a person who's struggling in the area of making up your mind, that's a whole nother story because then now you need you need to go to the Lord and say, you know, help me regulate my mind that I'm not tossed to and fro, that I can make a decision and stand on it. Yes. Because yes. yes. even the Bible said, choose ye this day. Make a decision. That's right. That's right. Make a decision. So it's one thing someone hearing the voice of God, but obeying it is another thing so it's, it's a struggle enough for some to hear it but then once you hear it what are you doing with the voice of god once you get it right yes because you can hear so it important. yeah yes. you may not like it <laughs> right right because <laughs> he may tell you to do something that you don't want to do right he's going to tell he's going to yeah. because the, the stuff that god takes us through he stretches us and he's going to take us outside of our comfort zone. He's going to take us outside of our little box that we created that limit us. <laughs> That's right. That's and, right. And we got to step out in faith and obey even in those uncomfortable moments. So it's yes. like hearing the voice of God, so many steps to hearing. And I loved it. But first, you got to be intentional and position yourself to hear from God. Right. And once you get Most to that definitely. And once you get to that point that, okay, I can hear from God. Now, what do you do with those instructions? Right, right. You know, and it's called walking. When you hear those instructions and you do them, you're actually walking. You know, you're moving from one place to another. It's like you're building building your life and it's on a solid foundation because those are his words. You're building your life on his words specifically. So I love that. I love that. For real. Because even the Bible says, don't just be a hearer of the word, but be ye a doer. And I like to think that that's not just about scripture. That when you hear the voice of God and you hear the word of the Lord, don't just say, God said to me. Right. Begin to move in action. That's right. Because faith, faith without works is dead. You have the faith that you heard from God. Now where's your works? And that works is you putting in you putting into action the very thing God told you to do in spite of your circumstances, in spite of, you know, the conditions, in spite of who's there, who's not. Because sometimes people um, like the devotional today, a lot of people don't obey God based on someone else. Mm. Wow. Because remember, in a devotional, the, the, the married couple sold everything they had, including their wedding rings. To go to Africa and obey the voice of God, but their relatives thought it was a bad idea. I don't wow. think God will tell you to do that. I don't think God will tell you to do that. And we have to get to that place where I don't need someone else's opinion. Only opinion that matters is God. If God told me to do it, then I'm gonna do it. And so many people are not stepping out in faith and stepping out bold boldly and courageous because they got somebody else whispering in their ear. Right, listening to the wrong person. Exactly. Strangers, yes. And Exactly, exactly. Because the Bible says, my sheep know my voice. They won't hearken to the stranger. He won't hearken to another. So if you know it's the voice of God, and you are confident that it's the voice of God, your mother, your father, 
your friends, your family members, no one should be able to talk you out of what God talked you into. Amen. 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 100%. And that's not always easy because you have to be ready because obeying God will cause you to lose some people. Right. 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 And they, and their voices should not have more authority in your life than God. Come on. So when you keep him in his proper place, those voices, you would take their voices. And if they're not like, first of all, if they're speaking something that's contrary to the word of God, you don't obey that voice. You don't obey, obey the strange voice. You know, once God has spoken, that's his word. That's his foundation. That's your green light. That's your goal. Yeah. So, so you don't, you know, I wouldn't even, you don't even give those people ear. You don't even bend your ear toward them. You don't give them that attention. Exactly. And it's so, and it's it's crazy because someone would look at their family and they would look at their loved ones, and of course they wouldn't see them as a stranger. But compared to the voice of God, like you said, no one should have that authority. No one should have that sovereignty to speak or dictate what you do or don't do, but God. Right. And when we take and when we take what God has told us and we give it to someone. And I believe and before we even before I even do that, I think it's very important, too, that when we first hear a word from God, we must also be careful and and protect the word of God because you can't share it with everybody. That's right. That's another thing. And I honestly, I, 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 I learned that the hard way you get excited and you start sharing and you start talking and saying stuff. And then when you start hearing the negativity and you start seeing, you know, the lack of enthusiasm and a lack of support and a lack of this and that you start getting discouraged and it will make you question the very words, you know, you heard. And I think that when we hear a word from God, that we should protect it so much that we stay in prayer and we worship God and, and, and that we, truly protect it and to especially if you're not confident if you're not that confident person if you're not 100 percent sure you should only truly share it with someone you know that's going to edify you someone that's going to um uh, really exhort you and lift you up and really help you yes. discern the voice of god and we sometimes share out of insecurity and share out of fear oh this is what god says but i don't know and we're not sure and we shouldn't have even shared it with that person because that person wasn't meant to hear it. That person's not right. ready to re- the person's not mature enough to even understand the voice of God. Even the Bible Bible says that a carnal mind can't understand spiritual things. So if you take the voice of God and take it to someone who's not walking with God, they're not going to understand that at all. They won't understand at all. They would question you and think you're crazy and probably talk you out of it. Exactly. Because a carnal mind can't understand spiritual things. So I believe one of the things we have to do when we do hear the voice of God is protect it and make sure we only share it with someone that can help us better understand it. Especially if you don't understand because there's some things that God is going to call you to that you don't fully understand. Even Jesus said himself in the word of God, you may not understand now, but you will later. So we may not have all the details, but that should never hinder us from moving forward in what God has told us to do. But to protect it, and make sure we only share it with people that we know who walk with God as well and who maybe can even help us discern what it is that God is trying to tell us. Um, and I think that is important as well. 
Yes, I think that yes, is very important. Is so important. And I think what's key in what you just said is that a lot of times you'll get derailed or you abort what God has called you to do, putting into the wrong hands, putting into the wrong lap. Right. It's almost like the, the story of Samson and Delilah. Wow. You know, it's it's the same equivalence of it, and they'll take your strength, and you don't even know it. Woo, Jesus! So, yeah, that's a tragic situation, mm, mm, and it's mm, almost mm. like even with that happens, you'll have to. It's almost as if you'd have to begin again, you what? know, because you lose, you wow. lose. So it's it's very important that you even be led by who you share that with, who you share what God, you know, what God has spoken to you, and should you share it. Like you said, you know, if you if, if you don't trust those people, if they're not trusting, if they're not walking with the Lord, you're correct. They won't be able to handle it. And that's even more scarier when the person is walking with God and still carnal. Right. Not everybody, exactly. every, not everyone who has given, who has become a born again believer or have given their life to Christ, positioned themselves to mature right. in the things of the spirit. There's a lot of Christians who are still babes. Even the apostle Paul said, I can only give you meat because you, I can't only give you milk because you, you can't bear this meat. That's right. You're not mature in the spirit. So you got to be careful even with Christians Mm -hmm. because you're not mature enough to handle this meat. But you said something with that, um, Samson and Delilah, that when you put your, oof, when you put something in someone, the wrong person's hand, they take your strength. That is so true because you find yourself feeling more depleted, more defeated, more discouraged, leaving that person than when you went in. Yep. Yep. That's a for sure sign right there. (laughs) For sure sign, a for sure signal. And they then they done took your strength and they done they done talked you out of what God done talked you into and you don't walked right. away weak. You walked mm-hmm. away discouraged. You walk away, you know, feeling all kinds of ways and the truth of the matter was you didn't protect the voice of God. You didn't protect the word of God. And and I think it's clear too, when you do hear the voice of God and you definitely don't know you know, what's the next move that you pray, 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 and ask the Holy Spirit to lead you to the person that would help. Don't be so eager. Even the Bible says, be anxious, not be anxious. Now, don't be so anxious to share the word of the Lord. You have to protect that word and you have to pray and ask the Lord, Lord, send me to the right person that I can share this with, because I want to protect this word you gave me until I am developing, until I mature, until I know exactly what it is with boldness and confidence. You know, I pray that you can lead me to the right person that can help cultivate and that can help me with this word that you have given me, that can help me birth what you have given me because I don't want to put it in the wrong person's hand. And as you said it, I don't want someone to steal my strength and I walk away feeling defeated because I didn't discern that that wasn't the right person to to share that word with. Exactly. Wow, wow, wow. Yes, 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 yes. So important. And a lot of times... You know, people don't realize that when God speaks to us, those are precious jewels, precious gold that are fitting for our lives. So we have to protect that word like we protect our lives at all costs by any means necessary. Right. It's a deposit that God has entrusted us with. So when we carry that thing, we have to carry it, you know, knowing that this is this is what God has given me. This is my life. Mm, 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 mm. Wow, wow, wow. This is good. This is good. Wow. 
I'm just yes. I'm just grateful, and I wrote some nuggets down. I had to write that Samson and Delala one down <laughs> because it's so true. Because you get so happy and you get so eager, especially when you're first learning to hear from God, and you just want to share. You don't know, but yeah. that's how the enemy he loves to still kill and destroy. And when you're not yeah. sure and you're not protecting the voice of God and only sharing it with people that can actually help, oh Jesus, will yeah. actually help you wow. in the things mm-hmm. of God that it is so important so i'm just loving it you know so there's so many steps to you know positioning yourself to hear from god and when you hear from god to obey god and also to protect that word at all costs these steps are so vital to walking effectively with god because he wants us to have a developing ear and he wants us to have eyes that can see yes he wants yes, us to have yes, an yes. ear to hear he who has an ear let him hear what the spirit of the lord is saying that is throughout the word of God. Then you have, you know, in the book of Jeremiah, what do you see? What do you see? So he need us to have a listening ear and seeing eyes. Yes, amen. So walking amen. with God is just, it's a beautiful journey. It's a beautiful journey, but it's so many things that we need to do to, you know, position ourselves that we can hear from him clearly and protect what we heard and so that we can walk in it effectively. Right. Because I right. I I don't I honestly don't think if you don't protect it first it will be hard for you to be effective. The right. word can't be effective right. if you didn't protect it and you put it in the wrong hands because you're gonna be discouraged. Right. So I think it's right. so it goes from the positioning yourself to hear from God. Once you hear from God, protect what God has said. Give it and share it with only people that can help you. Then you can walk out that word effectively. Yes. receiving the right yes. counsel right amen right counsel that is so important that is so important and we can't just go to anybody you know mm-hmm. it, they they do need to be spirit led they do need to be mature they do need to be able to handle the word of the lord and be able to instruct and guide you in the way you should go and, and i think that is so important there are so many times that even in my younger um times in life where God had given me things, and I didn't know. I, I didn't know what to do with it. I didn't. Some some of the things I really didn't understand. But it, you know, I had to learn that it's important to, um, you know, get counsel. You know, where I didn't understand, and 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 praying about who that should be during right. that time, and praying for mentors. Right. And even then, you know, you still have to have a seeing eye because the enemy would love to send someone that you know that would try and devour you mm-hmm. and discourage you so that's so that is so vital Mm-mm-mm. this is so so good i am so grateful so grateful that you agreed to come on and you know dig a little deep on this topic because i believe it's so important right now with everything going on that we hear from god and there's so many people who want to hear from god and they may not know how to hear from god and you know i believe by i believe that this is going to help someone um in this in this season and the next season to okay this is how i need to position myself this is how i'm going to get to the next level because i'm going to protect what i've heard and i'm going to receive the right counsel so i can now you know walk this out effectively so i'm just super super grateful that you came on with me tonight i am so grateful thank you so much thank you for having me yeah this is it was awesome it was truly truly <laughs> awesome and yes, i i guess yes. you know uh 
if you had any advice to give to the listeners pertaining to, you know, positioning yourself or um, protecting or, you know, just all together yeah. hearing from God, like what advice would you give the listeners? I would basically say to stay in the word, keep your peace, maintain your peace, maintain a life of obedience, definitely spend time praying in the spirit. You definitely want to spend time praying in the spirit. Um, what God speaks to you, make sure that you protect that. A lot of times we um, hear from God and we're quick to run off. You want to make sure that you protect and that you even and pray daily, seek him daily, spend that time with him, spend that quality time with him. Don't just rush through it. God is about relationship. Spend time getting to know God. He's that friend that sticks closer than a brother. So his position is that he wants to spend that time with you. So I recommend that you make yourself available. If you got to set aside some time, you want to set aside that time specifically for him, make him a priority in your life. Amen. 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 And I just wanted to chime in a little bit because I know everyone has not um, received their prayer language. If you do, I would say, you know, pray in the spirit because the Bible says edify yourself by praying in the Holy Ghost. But if you haven't, that you can, you know, reach out to God. I love the scripture that says us being evil, know how to give our children good gifts. How much more? Will our father in heaven give us his spirit if we ask? If you have not received your prayer language, all you have to do is just ask the father and he will give it. That you have a desire for the things of the spirit. And that you just seek the face of God and say, Lord, I want the gift of praying in tongues. That I may edify myself in the spirit. That I may draw nigh unto you. That I may commune with you in a special way. And he will honor it for you. And I just wanted to throw that in there because I know a lot of people don't have their prayer language or don't even, you know, understand tongues for that matter. But just to know that it is a gift for all who believes. It's not something just for one or two people. Any person who believes by faith that the gifts of God is awarded to them, they shall receive so I just wanted to share that with you guys. And I am so excited. I'm so grateful. It's been a blessing for me. And I know it has been a blessing for many. So thank you once again, Rama, for coming on tonight and breaking bread with me about hearing the yes. voice of God. It's been amazing. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I've enjoyed myself. And what a delightful time in the Lord today. Amen, amen, amen. So family, I love you. May God bless you and keep you. Until I talk to you again, be blessed.